right, welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck just a little less. Pre-recorded at the FTC and edited at the Lazarus Bay Studios. I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. And welcome to the show. Yeah, it's just the two of us today rocking it. Well, I can't really say solo, but the dynamic duo of podcasts right here. Two lone wolves <laughs> roaming the desert in search of strippers and cocaine. Kind of bittersweet. We really enjoy the company. We really enjoy the live audience just so we can get feedback on some of the weird jokes that we tell. Some of the jokes people that I tell or think are jokes people just don't get or some of the jokes or that I didn't even consider jokes like shit that actually just happened like that one story where I told I was one of two Filipinos in the entire school and the other one was my sister. Apparently people found hilarious which is actually fact. I wasn't trying to be funny. I really was one of two Filipinos in the school. It's always the things that we try to be funny with that end up not getting the kind of response that I would wish. Yeah so it's kind of nice to have people around but it's kind of nice to go solo if you will just because we can get shit done when we're brainstorming when we're doing the round table of participation it's easier because it's just two of us obviously we can go through things a lot quicker and we can bounce ideas and change formats and we don't have to worry about time as much we know we're trying to keep time down we've been well over an hour on the last couple episodes and i know that i don't know what your commutes are look like but i travel about an hour to work so or maybe half an hour to work so it's good for the trip there and trip back yep but um we've gotten feedback that people say we go on a little long and maybe we ramble a little too much so it's definitely easier it'll be a much shorter show with just the two of us content just as good though so don't worry yeah and we'll try not to ramble about rambling either but if you'd like to be on the show, you can contact our booking department at Lantern84 on Twitter yep. or hit us up on the UTJH official Facebook page. Yeah, facebook.com slash hashtag spelled out UTJH. Hit us up, guys. All right, that being said, let's get on with the show. Let's get to podcast news. I got my podcast. I got my podcast on. Not a whole lot on new podcast news this week. We'd like to welcome three new listeners, two of which are on now SoundCloud. Slowly gaining an audience on SoundCloud. So everybody, welcome to the show. Special shout out to Kaleem Davis and Charles Hamill for following us on SoundCloud. Of course, we love our Podomatic listeners. Podomatic.com, our original host for our podcast. Welcome to the show, Gustavo LeBoy. Yeah. Also, welcome listeners, new listeners in Denver and Minneapolis. Of course, shout out to Ghana, crushing it in the international market. Consistent downloads from Ghana. We are the number one podcast there, and we'll keep saying that until someone actually corrects me. Thank you to Idris Alba, actually the only person that I know who is from Ghana. Yeah, I, like, I don't know anybody personally either. But. Yeah, I don't know him personally, but I know he can see me. Uh, hi. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Wichita, Kansas, crushing it again. 80 downloads this week, and it's not even been a week yet. Yeah, 80 freaking downloads. Yeah, it's uh, exciting. Yeah, you know, now that we're here, we're going to ramble on about podcasts. I had never imagined that the show would be this successful. Successful. I never imagined we'd have this many listeners in Wichita. Nope. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your support. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Tell your kids. Tell your wives. Yeah, hit us up on Facebook, guys. Do it or I'll find you and I'll really fuck you up. Like we mentioned in the past few podcasts, we kind of mentioned it joking, but we are for real. Like if, if you guys do happen to hit us up on Facebook and there's enough of a request for us, we will make the road trip and maybe we'll take the kids, maybe we won't. Who knows? We'll figure that out if the time ever comes. But hit us up, show us a little love and we'll be more than happy to show it back. Yeah, let us know what you want to hear on the show. We have a new segment on the show. Again, vote with your listens, leave us some comments, the hypothetical interview, which we'll get to later on in the show. We'd like to get 
your feedback, anything you'd like to add to the show. If you'd like to be on the show, again, hit us up. We'll have you on. Really, really great to know that people are out there, people are listening. Yeah. Very, very awesome feeling. All right, let's get to some shout outs. Cue the goat. <laughs> All right, uh, this week I just I want to shout out the same guys that Rodney mentioned. Say, oh, a lot. It's like a throwback to the first episode. Yeah, which was the last episode we recorded, just two of us, too. No, we did the X Men one. Oh, yeah, episode six. You know, oh, Maria yeah. called me out on that because I was like, man, we haven't used an episode of Rodney and I since I think maybe episode four. And before I even finish saying four, she's like six. Well, maybe six and a half. You guys weren't really sure. So it's nice to know that she's listening. Maybe it's every sixth episode that we're just recording. Every month and a half. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I just hit it with the giant um. But yeah, so thank you to the new listeners. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Wichita. Thank you very very much and yeah I think that's all I got. All right, I'm going to send some baby shout outs. Shout out. Shout out to my friends Jessica and Randy Michaels who just found out what they're having. I think they send out personal cards to the close friends and family. I didn't get one on that one of the personal friends. <laughs> I'm one of those people who's waiting to find out on Facebook, but I know you guys know if you've known for a week. Congratulations. Uh, Jessica has gone through a long battle with infertility. She goes uh, on into detail in her blog, so I'm sure she's super excited. I know she's having some hard times at work, and she's moving back to Wisconsin, and Randy's coming home soon. So shout out to you guys. Also, shout out to Lepe and Ruby, who yeah. also just found out they're having a girl. That's good luck, my friend. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun with the girls. So so far, my daughter was a holy terrorist today, but not bad. Lots of people having girls now cannot even begin to describe the joys of parenthood, so we're so proud of everybody who's having kids. If you are considering having kids or an offensive having kids or you decided that you haven't, you don't want to have kids, I encourage you to try it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of responsibility. It's, also it, it's of... not for everybody. Let's, let's well, say no. that, because yeah. I've seen some people that aren't good with their own lives, let alone being able to take care of somebody else. Yeah, but um, get out there and have kids if you're on the fence or you're thinking about it or you've been considering. Well worth your time. Or if you have one, apparently my wife's shooting them out by the dozen, so you can just have, you know, Know, whichever one we got lined up after the boy. <laughs> if, you're, if you're Angelina Jolie. <laughs> I think you guys are going to have to have an Asian kid to come by <laughs> and steal one of them. But um, yeah, also, I have a friend of mine who I'm not going to disclose her name. Just recently got engaged, so I'm not going to send a shout out because I don't know why you're not happy about getting engaged. Uh -oh. um, but Adam Lee said that I am going to get married in Town Hall. And I think she might be the only daughter of you know her father. And being that I'm going to be a father of a daughter someday. Ladies, even if you're not into the whole ceremony thing, even if you can't afford the big wedding, do something small, you know, do, you know, you want to go to City Hall, but do like a ceremony somewhere where you're just walking down like an aisle of chairs, especially now that I'm going to be a father. That's one of the things in life that I'm going to be looking forward to later on in life. And, you know, if you're, especially if you're an only child, don't let your dad go out and, you know, without being able to walk somebody down the aisle. It's one of the few joys in life. Shout out to all the fathers, especially the ones who are there for their kids. Shout out to the future husband or who knows, or wife of my daughter. You know, I'm not going to discount anything. Shout out to that person for, I'm saying it now, now not making me pay for the wedding. Because <laughs> that's my biggest fear. So, thank you. I'm throwing the glove down right now. I'm not paying for no fucking wedding. No way. I'm already worried about quinceaneros and stuff like that. My daughter might want one. Oh, yeah, okay. I said it as white as possible, too. Quinceanera. Okay. Gotta start saving for that. Shout out to Caesar, who's gonna throw a double quinceanera when he turns 30 next year. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Alright, moving on. We got the corrections department. Shout Wait. out to quick David Merkel real quick on this one, because he sent me a text message from not the past podcast, because that hasn't been posted yet, but the one before that, Rodney kind of messed up the names of the Dark Knight films. Uh, apparently he said, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight returns, and the Dark Knight rises. That's correct. It's Batman Begins, the Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. I think it was because we were talking about the Dark Knight Returns comic book 
book. Oh yeah, part one and, and then part it just two. kind of got jumbled into the into the movies. But good catch and uh, appreciate it, man. Thanks for looking out. Yeah, my corrections for episode twelve, uh, both the raw and the uh, edited version. I haven't decided on a name for that episode yet. Boulevard of Broken Dreams, also a song by Green Day. By well, the painting is by Helm Ween. I don't even know how to say that name. The one with Marilyn Monroe, Humphrey Bogart, Elvis, and James Dean. Because we pissed on his grave last week. But um, yeah, that's the name of the painting. I forget the story behind the painting. I think, you know, the artist was trying to convey that they were all young. They all died young and kind of tragically. And that was kind of where the artist was going. Or at least that's the story I was told um, when I'm told about that painting. But yeah, one of the segments that we'll always have on the show, corrections, just to make sure that, you know, we correct our mistakes. Because we all make mistakes in life and we all have regrets in life. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, Seriously. Call Alim Insurance and get a free quote today. Or visit their website at aliminsurance.com. Yeah, and after you're done hitting them up, hit us up on Facebook ASAP. And if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, hit us up on our Facebook page, hashtag UTJH on Twitter if you prefer. We have a huge audience in Wichita, Kansas, and Ghana who need plenty of products. And remember, podcasts basically live on forever. People are constantly downloading them. People are constantly, we have a steady stream of downloaders of episode one. We'll work for Nintosters, which is a modern classic. It is. And episode two, I think episode two is the second highest rated episode. I think people are binge listening and just slowly catching up on episodes. Shortly after that, also episode seven and episode three. Hmm. Really good episodes. Well, seven, seven was a really good episode. And three was the first one with Nelson, so that was a good episode too. Yeah. Last uh, <clears throat> unedited, well, uh, podcast with no drop, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so download them while you can. I'm going to get caught up on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, now we have unlimited storage. We're halfway full on Podomatic, so you may need to switch over to SoundCloud when we run out of space to get episode one. Oh, by the way, sh- shout out to our friends Nick and Luke, our fellow podcasters on the show, you're going to get a disease. Find them on Facebook. Hit the like. They have their episodes on SoundCloud, but only the most recent episode, which is episode 16, Filth, where they talk about bachelor parties and getting slapped in the face with used dildos. Hilarious, hilarious episode, guys. Like them on Facebook. Uh, check out their blog. Listen to their old episodes. Nick, a friend of mine from high school. Really good friend. Haven't seen him in years. Found out he's a fellow podcaster from out in Joliet. You almost said they're like an actual Chicago in Joliet. Joliet. <laughs> yeah, straight down Roosevelt Road. <laughs> Uh, he's over there in the front room. But yeah, I haven't heard it yet. I've heard some really good things. I can't wait to check it out. I'll probably end up downloading it sometime this week. I'm going to have a weird schedule, so I'll make sure to hit that up and uh, support you guys as much as you're supporting us. Yeah, we got to have you on the show one time. Yeah, definitely. Or have like a cross show. Do episode one here and then do the next episode on your podcast. Or we could hurry up and do maybe two more episodes and we could both do episode 18. Or we could post uh-huh. each other's podcasts on, or just do one giant big podcast. Ooh, that would be fun. I heard Luke doesn't like being edited though, so I don't know about that. That's just fine. We could do another one. Yeah, we do, we do another robbers. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Do yeah, it live. Maybe, maybe we'll fucking do it in Wichita. Maybe that'll be the party that we have. Uh, you know, not far from Joliet, right? Maybe. I have no idea where Wichita is. All right, moving on to the fuck you department, one of my favorites. This week, I have a fuck you to the Netflix original series, Orange is the New Black, because my parents come over a couple times a week to visit the kid. You know, they, they really like seeing her. Obviously, their grandparents, they're tickled pink over the fact that, A, we have one child and that we have another one coming. And uh, they just, they love coming over all the time, which I don't mind. You know, my parents are cool. My dad's awesome. He's the older version of me. My mom's one of the nice ladies ever. 
My mother grew up very, very, very Catholic, raised us very, very Catholic. I know we don't talk about religion, but it plays a part in this. So they came over and my parents just got Netflix. My father's like, I would love to use it. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, you use the arrows and you click enter. Like, there's nothing to think about with Netflix, but whatever. If you can use a DVD remote, you should be able to use Netflix. I don't see what the problem is. And my mother's looking through it and she's like, oh, Orange is the New Black. Why don't we check out an episode of that? I'm like, all right, you know, I've heard decent things about it. So I click the button. Five seconds in, two chicks are making out in the shower. Titties all out. Awkward. Fuck you to Orange is the New Black for scarring me in very weird ways. Wait. I had the weirdest boner at that point. So your mom was in the room. Yeah. Was Cecilia also there? No, Cecilia was luckily taking a nap. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to drink my daughter to that kind of shit, but it was just, my whole body was just very confused all at once. Like, oh, that's not, well, your mom's right there, don't. You mean the gratuitous nudity, not the lesbianism, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Cause... I am. I'm not one of those guys like, ooh, lesbians. For me, it's more just like, uh. You got one more thing in common. Right, hey, lesbians, right? Yeah. yeah I, I do that too. You like to eat out? I like to eat out. <laughs> Right? So, fuck you. Not so much to Netflix, but just to Orange is New Black. Fuck you. Now, you know, I'm going to kind of give a half-hearted fuck you to Netflix. Because I don't like how they post movies on there that are similarly titled to movies that I actually want to watch. Like, I'm scrolling through the Netflix movies and I see Into the Dragon, but I think it's Enter the Dragon. <laughs> and the posters are kind of similar. Like, I hate this. I can't think of an example, but I'm constantly going, oh, no, that's not the movie that I wanted yeah, to see. I can't stand that kind of shit either. But besides that, I mean, I love Netflix. I love it. Even though their selection isn't as expansive as I wish it would be. They're going to be getting a lot more subscribers once Marvel starts putting forth its Daredevil series and they're going oh, to have that's Luke right. Cage and all the Marvel Knights. So that should be a really big deal just to have those on there. And you got House of Cards, which I heard is amazing, and now Orange is the New Black. Do they have any other original shows on there? No, I don't know. But I appreciate the support of the independent artists, the independent movies, the independent work. And you, for- could, you could get away with so much more on that. There's, yeah, there's well, no ring. I'll talk more about Netflix when we get to um, I just saw. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, support your local artists, support your local <laughs> podcasters, Chicago, falling right. behind, far behind Wichita, Kansas. Let's just move out there. Yeah. Where they love us. Support You're Gonna Get a Disease. Yeah. Let's just all buy a house out there. Let's just do one giant ass podcast. We'll make an entire studio in the basement. You know, I actually looked up, it's been driving me nuts for a while, so I actually looked up famous people from Wichita. Chrissy Alley. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought she was hot back in the day. Annette Benning. Okay, I'm sorry. Probably more so one of our wives' favorite actresses. Oh, God. Uh, the American president. Yeah. <laughs> they have to watch that over again. Oh, God. What else was Dolph Holman? Uh, no, Michael Dillman. Uh, who's the lead on that? No, was Michael it? Douglas. Michael Douglas. He was in the. He was a president in another movie too, wasn't he? Not sure. He was awesome in, in the game and in Falling Down, though. Love the game. Have you ever seen Falling Down? Yes. Holy fuck. That's where he goes ape shit with a baseball yeah. bat and walks through traffic. Yep. Maybe we'll look that up and that'll be corrections for next week, whether he is or he is not a president in another movie. I'm sure, he played one in something else. And Jeff Probst. The uh, host of Survivor. Oh. Emmy warning Survivor. Again, sorry. Yeah. That's three horrible women in Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll have to do more research on Wichita, Kansas. I don't know who you are out there, but thank you for listening. And uh, maybe uh, please leave us some comments or some notes. Uh, maybe we'll come visit sometime. Yeah, please. You got any more fuck yous? No, I think that's... Oh. <laughs> oh yeah so i had to make a special trip out to lincolnshire today if you're not familiar with the chicagoland area lincolnshire is about an hour north of here if you are familiar with the chicagoland area and you've never heard of lincolnshire i've never been out that way um it's on the way to great america so think south side chicago all the way up to great america on my way back i had to take 9094 which i used to commute in from glenview which is not that far off from lincolnshire if you've ever been down that way during rush hour it's pretty bad it's basically a giant parking lot especially when the express lanes aren't open so as of late as we talked 
talked about before on the podcast, Chicago has a bunch of shitty drivers. And that's saying a lot coming from an Asian. As we talked about before, I as an Asian like to rise above my stereotypes, so I am an excellent driver. I'm a great tipper, and I try not to do so well at math, even though I'm really good at it, just to make people more comfortable. And I don't do nails, even though I'm probably amazing at them, just naturally, even though I've never tried. Anyways, so I'm more aware of my driving and my surroundings and my, yeah, you might want to call it, I'm a little more paranoid um, in my minivan. Yeah, I drive a minivan. Fuck you. And I'm very aware of my surroundings, especially when I have my son in the car. Not that I did today, but I'm in traffic. I'm safe. I'm looking around. I'm actually checking out the other cars and the other people to make sure that they're driving responsibly because there are a lot of people during rush hour who fuck around with text messaging and they're on their phones and, you know, in the mornings there's girls in cars putting on their makeup and they're basically distracted. My fuck you goes out to all the people and I can see you guys on your phones Snapchatting their commute on the way home. Now, I'm new to Snapchat. I came late to the party. I really just wish we could all pick one social media and just stick to it. You know, I'm kind of new to Twitter. You know, I have a Vine that I don't use. I have a Snapchat. I don't have an Instagram. It's just too much shit for me to share. I don't have enough time. But I don't know what it is about Snapchat. I don't think that you've actually found my contacts so much as strangers who match their names. So I get these weird Snapchats from people that I don't know. Half of them are like taking pictures of themselves on the expressway. And then I'm on the expressway day and I'm seeing you guys videotaping yourselves on the expressway because I can see your screens because generally you have, you know, the Galaxy Note 2 or some big phone that I can see. Not yeah. that, you know, big phones are bad. I mean, I have a Galaxy S4, but I mean, the Note 2, Note 3s, those are pretty huge. So it's obvious what you're doing when you're Snapchatting on your commute on your way home. I love when the police stop those motherfuckers and they're like, what? I wasn't even on my phone. Like, what are you kidding me? It takes up half your windshield. Like, I'm on Snapchat. I'm seeing you fucking send this. I'm on Instagram. I see you or I see you fucking tweeting your commute. We're friends on Facebook. You don't know that, but I just, <laughs> you just posted a video. But you know, I don't know. I know texting and driving is bad. I'm honestly guilty of it, but fucking Snapchat's an all new level of not pay attention to what they're doing. So fuck you guys. Pay attention to what you're doing, especially, you know, guilty. when I have my kid in the car. And, and you know what? I even get Snapchats from my friends and my cousins, and they have their commute on the way home. I'm like, what are you doing? I see my Facebook feed, and people are, oh, my commute's really bad. They're like, what are you doing on your phone? Just right. put the phone away and drive. You know what? Better yet, download our latest episode of Um, That Just Happened. Right. Listen, listen to the car. We'll, we'll help your commute. So although, although, you know what's even better? If you do want to Snapchat, you could do that shit in the background. It doesn't stop your Snapchatting. Huh? You could just lay it off your phone, and it will still, you could still do Snapchat and everything. Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't, we know what the expressway looks like. We know what it's like to be stuck behind a bunch of cars. But yeah, download Um, That Just Happened. We'll make your commute suck just a little bit less. All right. Moving on from fuck yous to, is it pissing on grades or on my all right, now we got pissing on grades. Go ahead, Ronnie, take it off. All right, this week we're going to talk about Sir Nicholas Vernon Scheele. Born January 1944, died July 2014. Fresh grades to piss on. He was an English business executive who served as president from 2001 until 2005 as COO or Chief Operating Officer of the Ford Motor Company. Kind of odd to have a Brit, a knighted Brit, running a traditionally American company. How did he get knighted? Do you think he served in like the round table? Like did they, did he make sure that they had a round table discussion at all times? If I was knighted, I'd have an actual like knight's armor in my office at all times. You know, I think of the modern day knights and I think probably the most badass modern day knight would be Sir Ben Kingsley. The Mandarin, yeah. That would be good. Nothing against Sir Elton John, but um, I wouldn't trust you to protect for this. No. God, the Man played Gandhi. Come on. Or the guy who played uh, the uncle in Prince of Persia. Yeah. Kind of a badass and wielding sword. Yeah. And like a number seven. Shout out to Omar. Yeah, I saw it. The rabbi? Yeah. Why do they call him the rabbi? Because rabbi. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, Sir Nicholas Vernon Scheele. 
COO of the Ford Motor Company, also served as Chancellor of the University of Warwick. Was he the High Chancellor? I wonder if that had anything to do with Dion. <laughs> Say a little pray for her. But prior to being the Chief Operating Officer of Ford, he was also responsible for European operations and also had been Chief Executive of Jaguar, which was then a Ford subsidiary, until they basically told him to jag off. This has been Pissing on Graves, the Sir Nicholas Vernon Shiel edition. Oh, God. It's always worth it for the big... With Rodney, you got to wait for the payoff. I was kind of hoping to save that for when we had a guest. So they could go, uh... The whole grown thing. Maybe I'll just edit it in from another episode. All right, moving on. We now have Um, I Just Off. This week, in conjunction with my fuck yous to Orange is the New Black, Um, I Just Saw Orange is the New Black. Thus far, I'm up to episode, I think, five or six. Not a bad show. Got a funny moment. Is it the worst thing I've ever seen? No. Is it the best? No. But for some reason, I keep being drawn to it. Like, anytime I have, you know, a good hour, I have to, you know, just try to fit in an episode really fast. It's, uh, Jason Biggs is actually really, really good in that, who isn't Jewish. Always plays a Jewish guy. He's not Jewish. You know that? I would have never guessed. The guy that fucks the pie. Hi, fucker. <laughs> so, yeah. Not a bad show. I don't really see what all the hype is about, but, uh, I'll keep watching to you. Maybe, you know, something surprised me. I, don't get me wrong. I've laughed. I've lulled a few times here and there. So what I was talking to you about before with the whole Netflix might not have the same kind of restrictions that cable and network television has. There's a part where they show a vagina, like a picture of a vagina. Not Bush, like some chick was in the bathroom apparently, took a picture of her actual vagina. And they're showing it on Netflix, like, look at this shit. Like this woman, somebody snuck in a camera and is taking pictures of her pussy and stuff. And I was just like, that's a legit vagina right there. Like they got a vagina on TV and it's not porn. Like it's not, I wonder how they, what their ratings is, if they could get get around it because it's some kind of internet thing. I don't know. They probably figure it's the internet. There's probably worse shit that you can look up on the internet. It's just, it was just very, like, I paused it for a minute. I was like, look at how far we've come. That I can see puss on a TV show and everything's okay. Can you even call it a TV show? It's an internet show. Isn't it? I, it's so hard to categorize. I'm so lost with Netflix. A laptop show? <laughs> well, now that there's pussy there, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, I just saw Orange is the New Black. Not a bad show. I'll keep you guys posted as to whether or not it's good. Also, um, I just saw Twin Peaks is going to be released on Blu-ray, which I have the DVD set of it, and now I have to wonder if I should just get the Blu-ray because it also includes the released movie Fire Walk With Me, which is the last little bit of Twin Peaks, which I have seen, which is a very, very awesome and freaky movie. But, yeah, and a lot, a lot, a lot of bonus features. So keep an eye for that if you're a Twin Peaks fan. Awesome show, except for the second half of season two. But I just saw that. I, um, I just saw... Monster uh, University? Weird. <laughs> My wife actually told him that I was downstairs watching Monsters University while... Well, I probably shouldn't say while I was working. But yeah, <laughs> let's, say, let's just say while I was editing the podcast during off-business hours. <laughs> but yeah, I just saw it again. Um, really, I don't know, I just maybe it's because we've been having a kid around for the past year and a half at least that I just kind of... Well, actually, no. If I didn't have a kid, I'd still gravitate toward animated movies and Disney and Pixar because I'm just a big kid that's never grown up. I've never seen it. It's remarkably well written from start to finish, and I probably didn't appreciate it at the time that I got it. I didn't go see it in theaters, but I got it probably as one of the DVDs that I you know, asked for for Christmas. And just well, well written, feeds into, it's a prequel to Monsters, Inc., yeah. And it feeds into that storyline just really, really well. Disney and Pixar, you know, those type of animals, they never really disappoint. Um, one of the things that I did just see was also, you know, top 10 moments. And by the way, why is Facebook flooded with all these top 10, top 8, top 25, this and that? Have you ever checked your feed, Facebook feed? Oh. Well, some of them are pretty good. Some of them always sucker me in. Like, if it weren't for, if it was not for the podcast, I'm a hair's breadth away from just getting the fuck off of Facebook. 
Yeah, but then we have to move to a whole new social media yeah, social but, media outlet, and it's just starting over. And all my pictures are there, and I like that they have a timeline so I can go back and go, oh, that's what I was doing. And that's, that's one way that I can at least tell my family that I don't want to see, like, hey, at least we're friends on Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think one of the things I just saw on Facebook was, like, top 15 moments, Disney Pixar moments that made you cry, and, like, seven of them were up when that chick dies. But um, Spoiler alert. Oh. She dies in, like, the first <laughs> five minutes. That's like saying, spoiler alert, Titanic, the boat sinks. Right, spoiler alert, Jennifer Lopez dies in Geely. No, not Geely, Jersey Girl. She dies in, like, the first, like, 30 seconds of that movie. Although, it depends on which version you watch. Because I heard there's a version out there where she dies in, like, the first half hour. Might need to reach out to Kevin Smith about that version. Shout out, shout out to Kevin Smith for Tusk. Yeah, another shout out. To, uh, if you haven't seen that trailer, go to YouTube. Search for that trailer, Tusk. Justin Long and Michael Parks. Looks like they're going to be amazing. Shout-outs to Haley Joe Osmond and Harley Quinn Smith, who are also going to be in the movie. And Ralph Garman. Shout-out to Hollywood Babylon. Go Garmy. Garmy Strong. And uh, the thing that I also just saw is uh, somebody filmed a plane crash with a GoPro. Now, normally I'd be like, well, what the fuck are you doing? The plane's... Well, I guess what could you do? The plane's crashing. You know, even if you did have a regular video camera, why not you film it? You know, it's like the people in the Titanic who got stuck playing those instruments. The band yeah, played that's on. That's like the video they played for Lisa Left Eye Lopez. No, she got into like a car accident in the Bahamas or some shit. Wherever, wherever it was that she got into the car. There's a video showing them as they're about to get into the accident. They have, I don't know if they're recording on the phone or video camera or what, and right before the accident, like, you hear the crash and then you just hear them screaming. I'm like, who the fuck wants to see that shit? Or there was, wasn't there a video of like when Aaliyah died or some shit like that too? I don't know. That's, that's two faces of death for me. I can't take that kind of shit sometimes. I don't want to see somebody in their death row. Seeing it already, it's not fun. Yeah, but it was actually a small biplane and I imagine they were just trying to film like something that they were planning on seeing, maybe some birds or something, and the plane ended up going down. Is that actually kind of disturbing. Yeah, it fucks you a little bit. Yeah, because you see the plane hit the water, then you see the people doing that inflatable life vest and people climbing out of the plane and people in floating in the water as the plane like is sinking in the water. Ugh. God knows where they are. But uh, yeah, I don't know how I felt about that. Kind of like disturbing. Just some people die. Well, no, they didn't die. They oh, well, at the least this whole time I was thinking that they didn't make it. No, 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 no. They, they landed in the water, you know, did the water landing and did what they talk about in every plane where they go, oh, yeah, you put this vest on, it's under your seat. They talk during plane rides? I don't know. I don't pay attention to any of that. <laughs> I'd be fucked. But, yeah, I don't know if that was cool or weird or disturbing. Yep, all of the above. Yeah. All right, moving on to comic cliffs notes. <laughs> this week we're talking about the man, the craziest, one of the craziest mofos in all the comic books. No, not Darkseid. No, not Mephisto. Not Galactus. None other than Thanos of Titan. Now, ladies, Comic Cliff Notes is generally the segment that's geared towards you. And in lieu of Guardians of the Galaxy, and to kind of follow up our Guardians of the Galaxy Comic Cliff Notes, Thanos will be that big purple guy that you see as the enemy in Guardians of the Galaxy. And probably... He was also in Avengers. He's, he's going to be around a lot, so it's, pro- it's probably beneficial the, to you to know who he is. Probably in the next incarnation of Avengers. I don't know if he'll make a cameo in Age of Ultron, the new Iron Man movie. Might be possible. But anyway, Thanos is considered a Titan because he comes from one of Saturn's movies moons called Titan. That's not a moon. That's a space station. Yeah, uh... Kind of fitting that an airplane flew by. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, Thanos has a kind of long, complicated history, but we'll do our best to break it down for you. Yeah, again, comic cliff notes. We're not breaking down the whole story. But um, he was created in the 70s by Jim Starlin, and he was inspired by Jack Kirby's Dark Side 
to create Thanos. Now, Thanos wasn't actually modeled after Darkseid. He was modeled more after Metron. Originally, he's uh. a slimmer character, but Starlin's editors told them, well, look how popular Darkseid is. Why don't you make him a little bulkier? And he just got bulkier and bulkier over the years. First appearance was in Iron Man 55 in 1973. His storyline is that he was the son of Eternal's mentor and Suzanne? Suzanne? Like Suzanne kind of thing. Suzanne? And he was basically a pacifist who would play with his brother Eros, who became Star Fox. Now, his brother, his brother does not look like him. His brother's a little bit, like, thinking, you know, he's supposed to be very beautiful, like the rest of the Eternals. He's supposed to look as close to perfect as possible. He's got, like, reddish hair, kind of spiky, almost elfish-looking ears. Thanos got the shit end of the stick on that one. He, uh, along with the Eternals, there are also the Deviants that were experimented on by the Lethials. This is Earth way back in the Primordial Age. And the Deviants were supposed to be perfect, and they, they all ended up becoming monsters. So that's why Thanos kind of looks the way he does. Somehow, his genealogy got a little fucked up. There's a myth that Suzanne, Suzanne, however you say her name, might actually be a, a scroll. Mm-hmm. You know, Took the, the form second, of a... Yeah, the second time that she had arrows, that she had shapeshifted her insides to, to change that also. That's why Thanos also has that mouth thing, just like the scrolls have. Yeah, that does make sense, because Thanos does just look like a scroll. Except purple versus green. Moving on. But, um, yeah, I guess he was a pacifist in his earlier years, and he just slowly developed an obsession with death. He ended up dating Mistress Death, and he... He was just gotten to the cycle of trying to tease this woman, which is uh, sometimes the story of how heroes are born, a la Spider-Man, or sometimes the story of how universes are ruling, a la Star Wars. It's, uh, death in the Marvel comics is an actual physical embodiment. It's like a, it's supposed to be a woman in a long purple robe that she appears differently to everybody that observes her. But the main story behind Thanos is that he wields the Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. which is powered by Infinity Gems, and one of which is the Cosmic Cube, which is the Tesseract that you saw in Iron Man. Well, in the comic books, Cosmic Cube is something different. In, in, in the movies, they're going to try and make it seem like that's one of the gems. So, yeah. Or rather than Iron Man Avengers. Yeah. That purple glowing cube. And then the other piece of it they made reference to... In Thor 2. In that's, Thor 2. That's the... Uh... Ether? Ether. The Ether's supposed to be another one of the gems. It's supposed to be space gems? With Michael like, Jordan? Nice. Yeah, each cube represents something else. Time, space, power, soul. I don't know the other one. Oh, man. Yeah, when they all come together, it's sort of like Captain Planet. That's <laughs> just like Captain Planet. But yeah, so we have like four more cubes to go or four more gems or four more whatever the movies are going to call them. I don't know if it's going to take over four movies or they're going to be like Harry Potter where like, oh, we just caught up and we had seven new Horcruxes. Yeah, I think it's going to span over the next because in Avengers 2, they probably won't explore that. They might jump in to a little bit more with uh, probably the next Captain America or Thor and then they'll, they'll move on a little bit with that so that probably by Avengers 3 Thanos I'm predicting will end up having the Infinity Gauntlet and they gotta throw it down with him which when Thanos had the Infinity Gauntlet in the comic book he snapped his fingers once and literally destroyed all life in the universe to appease death awesome awesome storyline the Infinity Gauntlet check it out if you have a chance yeah and uh, he also as the story goes he came to Earth in search of the Cosmic Cube and when he landed he killed a family of uh, just a family of four and there were two survivors one of which whose soul was saved and put into Drax the Destroyer who's also going to be one of the Guardians of the Galaxy and the other one becomes part of the Drax the Destroyer storyline Moondragon his daughter which complicates things later on but that was our comic clip notes for this week the Thanos edition god I can't fucking wait for that like I'm just sitting here I'm like fuck man when that movie comes out it's gonna be so fucking amazing I was already thinking about Avengers 3 where they could probably hopefully they mix it with Guardians of the Galaxy anyway you just in school (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.
Booyah. All right. Um, moving on. What's next? Moving on, we have the over-under segment, the, the combo over-under top five. This week, I postulated to Rodney that we should do something that's a little on theme with who he and I both are. We're going to go with the dad theme today. So we're going to go with overrated, underrated, top five, however you want to say it. TV and movie dad. So just our favorite ones that we've ever seen in either the silver or the other screen. TV screen? Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be something between, it's like the service screen and then the TV screen. I don't know, whatever. So, what do you got? Uh, I think probably my new favorite dad is going to be the one from Easy A. Oh, Stanley Tucci's character. Played by Stanley Tucci. Interesting family dynamic. I always thought that was kind of cool. Although, that kind of dad would never fly, especially with a daughter. No, fuck that. Yeah. I will never be, I'm sorry, I, it's not that on there, I can't be that forgiving of a father. Like, oh, the, the boys are thinking that you're a whore in school? Like, just, I don't know. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, that fucked me up. I'm going to go with one of them is going to be Steve Martin in Father of the Bride. thought you were going to go with Bill Cosby. That might be one of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Steve Martin, no matter how old his daughter gets, he still looks at her and sees the little girl that she once was. Doesn't care for the son-in-law or the soon-to-be son-in-law. Still does whatever he can to, to make his daughter happy. All kinds of shit like that. Yeah, this whole movie is about a man just falling apart over this fucking wedding. It's it's a horror movie as far as I'm concerned at this point. <laughs> like him being at the supermarket taking the buns out of the plastic wrap for the hot dog buns. I've gotten close to that already so far. So it's a scary movie, but yeah, he, he plays the role very, very well. I love Steve Martin. Good work, my man. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Classic sure. father. Although, again, uh, I guess he was a little more strict with his, his kids. He had a really great way of explaining things to his kids. I think that's what I loved about the show. Like Theo with the money? Yeah. That was a fucking awesome. I was just thinking about that episode the other day. You'll need a car. Right. You expect to have a, a girlfriend? For sure. Just take the rest <laughs> of his money. Damn. I'll buy a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll live off bologna and cereal. I'm going to go with Will Smith in The Pursuit of Happiness. Ooh, good choice. Which, few movies make me tear up. And that one when he and his son are in the subway and they're sleeping in the bathroom and he's trying to keep one foot on the door. But his son, you know, he's trying to keep him safe and he's just crying. That's rough. Yeah, that'll hit home when Sebastian's born. Oh, my God. It hits home just thinking about my father. Yeah. Because you know that, you know, as a dad, you're going to do what whatever it takes. Like, he's taking his son all over the place. He can have zero money trying to finagle his way around this and that. machine, His machines that, he, that he's trying to sell are falling apart. And I'm not going to spoil it, but he finds his way through, and it's a very, very, very good movie. Uh, the reason why happiness is misspelled, you'll catch it a little bit further within it. And also, a little side note, there's a point where they're going up a hill in San Francisco, and the character that Will Smith is playing actually walks by them. I was going to say, holy shit, you actually remember the name. That person uh, be happy this was being. It's Chris something. I'm sorry. Uh, that'll be, that'll be corrections yeah. for next week. Great, great fun. Fucking flick, though. You guys ever get a chance, check it out. Yeah, on a lighter note, I'm going to throw out Edward Stratton III from Silver Spoons. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Just because he was, I don't know, I think he was just a cool dad who had a bunch of toys, found out he had a kid. I mean, come on, you have a train in the middle of your house in an arcade room in your living room. How awesome is that? Pretty fucking awesome, I'm not even going to lie. Like, if someone were to try to give me some of that shit, I'd be like, okay. Let's see, what other dads are there? The dad from American Pie, hilarious. Eugene Levy? Eugene Levy. Yeah, those eyebrows make the whole fucking thing worth it. He was also in Father of the Bride, yeah. too, oh, yeah. if you remember. Yeah. Was that part two? That was part two. He was in part... like, please, I'll buy my house from you. He was in part one. Two though. Was he in part one? He was the guy who was doing Dunker Shane, darling, Dunker Shane. Oh, yeah. He was a singer. Yeah, that was a, that was a good catch. I, I don't I don't remember him being in part two. So he uh, played a foreigner in part I'm, two. I'm going to go with fucking John McClane in Live Free, Die Hard. Is that the one with, what's her name? Yeah. Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Yep. Yeah, I was too distracted about Mary Li Elizabeth Winstead. That and Taken. 
And plus, I have mixed emotions about Bruce Willis now. Yeah, but it was a fucking great movie. But I was just going to say Taken. Taken, yeah. That's the kind of dad I want to be. It makes me want to learn the special skills that he has to take a motherfucker out, just so I can have that phone call. Have you heard uh, Ralph Garman does an impression of Pee Wee Herman doing the Taken monologue? Uh, I have not heard it, but holy fuck, I almost spit <laughs> out my beard just thinking about that shit. I will find you! <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Now I gotta go download that shit. <laughs> That's gonna bother me for the rest of the fucking day. Now I gotta remember what episode that was. <laughs> so yeah, the, I think I think that's it for me. Dads, other dads, yeah, other dads. I mean, there's so many to try to cover. Yeah, see, we're good. Yeah, you know what? Hold on, I'm gonna go with the dad from the Goonies. You want know to talk about a guy who's like doing his best to keep his family where they want to live, and even when towards the end where he's about to sign the papers, like you see his hand kind of quiver when he's when he's about to sign. He fixes his glasses, and you can tell part of him is breaking apart. Oh. Or Henry Jones Sr., Indiana Jones' father. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. Touching fucking moments in that, too. Kind of odd to watch that again and actually be old enough to pick up the references that they both banged that same girl. Who was 19 in that movie? God damn, that's sweet ass 19. She didn't look 19. I didn't know any girl. Blonde chick. I didn't know any girl who was 19 at the time I was 19 or anywhere near that age who looked like that. Hell no. No fucking way. Um, I'm going to go with the dad and kick-ass, and the kick-ass, but more importantly, kick-ass too, just because, uh, you know, self-sacrifice for your son. Or the dad and kick-ass, Nicolas Cage. Oh, I was going to say. We're... Self-sacrifice for your daughter. Yeah, they're big on self-sacrifice, I guess, with those people. Yeah, just put those two and two together. Strange. Would you count Uncle Ben as a father? Father figure. Good enough, right? Who's a better Uncle Ben, though? Sam Raimi's Spider-Man or The Amazing Spider-Man? I think the brown rice I had that one time was a better Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Solid joke. Oh, God. Uh, also, Simon Pegg in Run, Fat Boy, Run. Great, it. great father figure in that movie. He's actually coming on a movie that I'm really excited to try to check out. Uh, I can't think of the name of it. That'll be in the next question. Saw the trailer. Looks like a really good movie. I'm a big fan of his. So. Yeah, mo- movies... I- yeah. Movies traditionally are hard up for father figures. Either they play, a lot of times they play villains, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Kind of makes trying to be a father somewhat difficult. Oh, Bruce Willis again in Unbreakable. Yeah. You could tell he was one of those guys where he he's never really comfortable as the role of a dad. But still, you know that he loves his son and tries to do what he thinks is best, but is still distant from him. But still finds a way to bond with him here and there, which is, which is all, so far for me, it's all what parenting's all about. I don't have a lot in common with my daughter. I don't shit myself on the daily and scream and run into walls, but you find ways to relate to them. True. Tickle fights help. Alright, now we're going on to hypothetical interviews. It's the second time we're going to be using this segment. If you don't know, hypothetical interviews are when we choose a celebrity or a famous person and we interview them without them being here. So that if they were here, here are the questions that we wish that we could ask them. This week's hypothetical interviewee is none other than... Go ahead, Ronnie. You know who she is. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Rodney's number one. Well, number one on my list. My number one is Sandra, of course. Give me a break. Rodney's number one. <laughs> Period. Born is Catherine Romery Beckinsale. Gosh, which, thank God she dropped that fucking name. Yeah, where did you get the name Romery? Well, I think her first question. Well, I mean, where did they, <laughs> where did they get the name Romery? I'm going to go with, how come not all British women look like you? That's about as good as I could get for that well, one. Maybe they do, for all we know. No, I've seen what Adele looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's just Kate Beckinsale trapped in Adele's body. Oh, God. That would be horrendous <laughs> for everybody. Let her out. Um, I'm going to go with, do you have an Asian fetish? What's your favorite role? Do you actually have any tight black leather outfits? Oh, good question. What's your favorite movie role? Did I just ask that? Yeah, I think so. All right, we're going to have that. Because I, I started thinking about some of the roles. You ever experienced deja vu? Who's a better kisser, Luke Wilson or Adam Sandler? You ever experienced deja vu? 
Luke Wilson. Where did she play opposite Luke Wilson? Vacancy. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Vacancy? No. Damn. You, do you like The Strangers? Yeah. Then you'll like Vacancy. Those are to Rodney. That wasn't towards Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> How do you feel about an athlete as Batman? Oh, yeah. She played opposite him in uh, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. There's a lot of people that were in that movie. You got uh, Josh Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. Was in there, yeah. And all those people were in comic book movies. Went it up with Ben Affleck anyway. Yep. What, was Hugh, what was Hugh Jackman like in Van Helsing? Was she in Van Helsing? Oh, yeah, she was in Van Helsing. Yeah. How bad did that movie suck after you watched it? <laughs> What's the role that you're most ashamed of? I, I might, you know what, going back to dads, I might go with Click. Ben Sandler and Click. Yeah? I don't know why I think, didn't think of that. Doesn't, yeah. I don't have it. That's another one of those I almost fucking started bawling at the end of that movie. Oh, yeah. Ugh. And uh, Good soundtrack, too. Hell, yeah. Another uh, another question for Kate Beckinsale. When can you come over? <laughs> what day would you like to be on the podcast? Bitter Swallow. Oh. Do you know what finger cups are? <laughs> Who is your girl crush? Oh. <laughs> uh, it's like Brooklyn Decker or... Yeah. What's your cup size? How tall are you? She seems like a giant. But maybe it's just because she's thin. How tall is she? Like 5'6". You consider that tall? No. I mean, consider, I mean, look at our wives. Yeah, that's true. Both of our wives are like at a whopping 5 feet tall. So 5'6 is a huge leap. It doesn't say on Wikipedia. Might be like five nine even. I'll find out. Getting back to Pearl Harbor, which if you were in that situation in real life, man, would you choose Ben Affleck or Josh Hartnett? Mm, that's kind of a good question. Ethical dilemma there. I don't know. Towards, like by the by the middle of that movie, I'm like, God, man, this woman is a whore. Like, cause then by the end of it, she still jumps back. She's five seven. That's pretty tall. Josh Hartnett is six three. That's fucking tall. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. No, Dr. Hansen's five three. You're gonna have to have her on the show as a hypothetical interviewee. <laughs> Just hit me up at Lantern84 for uh, booking for the hypothetical interviews. And Jessica Alba's 5'7". Hugh Jackman's 6'2". Motherfucker's tall, too. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that's why everybody didn't want him as Wolverine. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> All right, moving on from that, I think I've asked enough questions, personally. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale, please hit us up on Twitter, hashtag UTJH, or like us on Facebook. Please. And if anybody knows Kate Beckinsale, get those questions over to her pronto. Yeah, we got some, maybe the, maybe she's the fan in London. Sound like you're from London. God damn. Now we just lost her. Does she actually live in London, though? Who cares? That's that's good enough for me. I'm good. Until somebody proves me otherwise on this also, I'm going to say that Kate Beckinsale personally listens to our show. <laughs> I'm not just happy Kate Beckinsale's favorite podcast. Oh. God. All right, we're going to call that a podcast. I'm not falling for it. But first, let's do some promotions. I don't have any. <laughs> Besides, uh, like we were mentioning before, uh, just listen to the guy's podcast, Nick and Luke. You're going to get a disease. Which, that's an awesome name for a podcast. I'm a little pod envious. You, call it, you could go call it uh, envious. EGAD. Yeah, I think that's their abbreviation for it. Yeah, so hashtag EGAD. I don't, know, I don't even know if they're on Twitter. Yeah, we'll check it out. That'll be another correction. And guys, if you're listening to it, you want to you wanna hit us up, hit me up on Facebook. Facebook or um, or Rodney, you know if you know Rodney, and he can hit me up and you know we can figure something out, book something or you know if you guys want to do a live show we can do a live show. If you want to do an edited we can do edited. We can do a mix mishmash of the two, one super show, whatever you guys want. And uh, yeah, we're real excited. Have you on uh, promotions? Check out aliminsurance.com for a really good low rate. Join our FFFF movement. We're gonna come up with a pledge. Something along the lines of, that'll be my homework for the next week's podcast. Something along the lines of, I promise not to watch the Fox's Fantastic Four edition, pledging my allegiance to um, that just happened and all local artists, unless Kate Mara gets late. Also, tune in to 103.9, the Fox's Sunday at 8 p.m. for the latest edition of The Garage. They'll be spending some new Red Novella tunes, so be sure to give them a listen. Nice. Share the link on Facebook, Red Novella on Facebook. Yeah, Red Novella is a band that pleases us out and in. Uh, actually, no. Oh, no, that's 
Starkit's the band. Starkit, so I'm sorry. But Red Novella's lead singer is also the lead singer of Starkit. Yeah, there it is. I'm just a connection. <laughs> Both great bands. We gotta have uh, we gotta have Mike on the show one time. Yeah, I asked him. You know, he, he lives pretty far away, so we're gonna have to. I don't think he does open mic at Fox and Hound anymore. He said they closed down, but uh, yeah, we definitely have to have him on pretty soon. Uh, that would be kind of awesome. Maybe he could do the he could do a, the intro live. Yeah, yeah that would be fucking sick. <laughs> oh, we have to bring all the equipment down here. Uh, also, I've been trying to get uh, Jose out here pretty soon. I've been talking about him in a few episodes, so we're gonna try and get Jose out as soon as possible. So I'm gonna promote his band or one of his bands, basically the only band that I know that he's in besides the other one, the Bionic Caveman. I was going to ask you, is he still in the Bionic Caveman? He posted they played some big venue, but he posted it as if he wasn't in that band. It was another band that they had played with before. Ah. That they had, like, a joint show. That that band, within a year, just fucking blew up. So maybe he'll be our lucky break for us, and, you know, we'll start having some giant fucking concerts like that. <laughs> on the podcast. I had something else to promote for promotions. Oh, uh, yes. I think I'll just edit it in if I think of it. There'll be a correction for next week. <laughs> we have so many going on so far. All right. We'll call that a podcast. I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. And um, that just happened.